Volume Dan. Should be up. Got it maxed out. <laughs> hmm. Okay. There it goes. Jersey Devils podcast. <laughs> Chris and Bobby Love the intro. The Uncle Let's go Devils. <laughs> All right. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? <laughs> My thing's not working. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Were we, we just saying how people were saying like we were we were saying how like we sound more professional than we thought, and and, yeah, and this no. is the worst and opening then, we've ever done. My fault. That. Yeah, I think that's becoming part of the bit, right? That yeah, we just cannot get, and, and it's not even on purpose. It's and you completely know what? accidental. Sloppy is the name and, of the game today for everyone. Oh my Apparently. goodness! This team, this team, seriously makes me feel like I'm taking fucking crazy pills. <laughs> yeah, they are so civil. It, it, I don't even yep. know where to begin. It's like as bad as they can look these first two games and then to look as bad as they did today and still score eight goals is ridiculous. So, um, you know, let's jump in. Uh, game three, Devils Carolina just finished up. Devils with an 8-4 to four victory doubling up on uh, the Hurricanes. Trailing the series now two games to one. We are the Uncle Puckers, Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. And let's talk about just how unbelievably crazy this game was how ugly it was and as much fun as it was because it really was just a ton of fun to watch um so yeah i mean eight goals our big guys showed up uh no doubt about it meyer hughes had a game of the ages for his young career by far the best playoff uh game that he has played um looked fantastic looked like an actual hockey player with that tooth busted out of his mouth uh, you know, it was a, a, a Meyer, like I said, a Brat played well. Yeah. Palat played great. Oh, yeah. Um, what a beautiful you know, ball. The, the, yeah, uh, uh, Wood, that hole in the cloud. You, you can just go on and on. I mean, a lot of these guys that were sitting on their hands for the last nine games really showed up uh, tonight. Yeah. Luke, and Luke they Hughes with it. two assists, I think it was. Yeah, Luke, we had a great game. Three uh, if you little, count you know, the turnover, but that's all right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> all in all, I think he was a plus, so that's good. Yeah, it was a play. I mean, uh, like I said, they, you know, Luke will get better defensively. You know, I mean, that was kind of to be expected. Uh, but you know, team scored eight fucking goals. Can't complain. We were saying that they scored what sixteen goals the entire Ranger series. Right. Uh, so out of seven games in that Ranger series, we scored half the amount of goals in one game. Yeah, so that's pretty. And I mean, pretty, I don't uh, pretty well. anticipate having a problem giving up shorthanded goals. You know, we gave up three shorthanded goals. I think it's his, they said it tied a NHL record. I don't think that's likely to be a continuous problem. I mean, you, I didn't realize this, that. but we, we had already done that this season a few times. Yeah, against, against these guys. That's yeah. what I was saying. Like, you, you say that against a normal, te- a regular team or any right. other team maybe, but, like, they have owned us shorthanded. Yeah. You know, I thought on the five-on-three we were at least going to give up two. Right. Uh, you know, I <laughs> mean, it was... Three, so yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so... You know, uh, but you know they they seem to own us when we are on the power play. I think that's fixed. Yeah. I think that's very fixable. You know, hopefully that's something they see, notice, and improve on, so that it doesn't hurt them in a close game. They were all meaningless goals tonight. Those, you know, they, they never really got close because of them. So yeah, uh, yes, you know, right. you you, you kind of let that go and go. Okay, just make sure we don't do that again. 
And it, and what you take away from it is, wow, we can dominate this team. It's very, very doable. Uh, you know, they're going to blame their goaltending. They're going to blame, you know, coming out a little flat. But I think the Devils saw a path forward. And let's see if they can do it consistently. You know, that's the, that's the question. Bob? I want to start with the fun. You know, we've had a couple of shows here where it wasn't great games and we were more analysts. Fun. We should celebrate this. I mean, anytime you put up eight goals against anybody, that automatically puts in an ass-whooping category. I don't care there was eight to four. That's still uh, quite a big spanking. And in reality, at the very least, it's actually eight three, as that penalty shot should have never even happened. Yeah. Well, if you count the three posts, it's really eight seven. So, that's true. You know, Good point. True. <laughs> Either way, you score eight, you deserve all the props in the world. Don't forget like, our posts. We our posts. Fun. Okay. Um, nine I think I, I, I was texting you guys about um, Luke Hughes on that one goal, just keeping his own, making it all happen, playing it from his knees. So yeah, he did cough up that one that wound up being a penalty shot that shouldn't be a penalty shot. Um, it's going to make some mistakes, but what he brings outweighs that mistake for sure. Um, did tonight, just, no yeah, doubt. Absolutely, just looked great. The team looked great. Again, scoring from the big guys—that's that's what you got to ask for. Um, not a, listen. It, it, there's going to be people that listen to us and say, "Whoa, what, what, what's this about face?" You know, you you said they were done. Listen, ain't no one here anointing the Devils' champs of this series yet. They need to show me something a little better in the next game than giving up four goals when you score eight. But um, yeah, there's a lot of life. If this doesn't bring a ton of energy and convince the team. We can do this. Then, yeah, the the confidence thing is definitely going to go for tonight. But like, I, 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 first of all, you guys have, you know, watched these two games and been like, look, you know, yes, they can crawl out of this, and they're, you know, fix this, fix that. I had said, unless we get the first couple of goals, we are not going to beat this team. You have to get them, and we did that tonight. Mm-hmm. But I, me, I'm the sky is falling guy, and I said it in the beginning. This show makes the team makes me feel like I'm taking fucking crazy pills because I they are Sybil. I don't know what team's showing up. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, if we are seriously just a better team than all these guys, but we just need to get our asses kicked the first two games to figure it out. It's crazy, it is right? Like, like that's it's crazy. <laughs> it, it's crazy because those first so two crazy. games in both series they were not even close. No, I mean, that's the problem. Is like we're not talking about they lose a couple. What's wrong with them? No, we're talking about they look like men versus boys. I don't take that yeah. back. They we said that and it they was did. true. It was accurate. But you know, it wasn't infuriating even then because we know they play better than this. Uh, yeah. It's just a matter of would they? Today they did, and now the question is, can they do it consistently enough to crawl out of this hole? They're still in a hole, and it, you know, even played. up the series would be amazing. They played very physical tonight. I have to say, they won the physicality tonight. Uh, yep. They brought it. Palat was hitting anything that wasn't wearing red. Uh, I thought, you know, like you said, the, the the guys showed up. I guess whatever was said in that locker room over these last couple of days, just you know, they are they are better than this, and they showed it tonight. But you know, we said it, and you know, they were thinking it. Like we bounced the best goalie in the fucking world. Yes. Why are we? Seriously struggling against Freddie Anderson. Yep. You, we can we can score on this guy, and we did. You know, we scored scored on everybody tonight. I think Ranta gave up a couple. He was in the press box. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was it was really just an offensive you know explosion, which was super fun to watch. But it was an extremely sloppy game. Well, especially the third. Right, the third was just third, insane. Yes, it was crazy. Um, and but. It was there's a lot of things they do need to clean up. You cannot be giving up shorthanded goals to this team like they are. Um, but you know, I think we got it out of our system. We are not going to see another game in this series like that. I'll tell you that. Tone. Yeah. I'm back, baby. I'm back. 
the devils are back, baby. You know, and I told you guys they're gonna fucking win, and you didn't. Let, you know, I'm telling you, I, I felt good about it. this. Can we get a no, obviously I didn't know, but you know, I really felt like they were gonna win this game, and uh, there was a lot of bright things tonight. You know, Nico. One thing about Heesher, I was thinking about this during the game, is even when he has rough games, because we've seen a few lately, you can never say the dude's not giving all he has, because he always, the thing about Nico is he's always giving 100%. I was impressed with him tonight. Uh, Severson had a goal. Severson, yeah. me and Chris were talking, he all of us were talking, I said, he's probably saved his best hockey this year for the playoffs, or his most solid hockey. You know, he's He looks like solid. a different guy. He looks like a different yeah. guy. I think what, see, a lot of it when it comes to Severson was he finally realized that he's a defenseman. Play, defense, and the offense will come. Every time he got the puck, he would, you know, Dan had said it, you know, a while ago. Like, he wants to be a forward. Like, this guy just yeah. wants to be a forward. He's not responsible defensively. He's always looking to score the goal. And when he can actually put his game and, and prioritize defense first, he's very good. I mean, he's a great skater. He's a great puck handler. His decision-making is a little bit suspect at times uh, but this postseason but he's kept those turnovers he been, to a minimum this, this yeah he has been as solid as any other defenseman on our team um, in, in this playoff uh, so yeah I mean Severson definitely gets my uh, yeah, uh, you know, you know yeah. my tip of the cap because I was ready to like burn this guy at the stake mm. Uh, a lot of this year, and he really has shown up in these playoffs. It's been nice to see. And Jack Hughes, I mean, look, I mean, this guy's our superstar. He's showing up now. He's got grit. I love when he got in that. I tell you, I was really impressed tonight when he got in that scrum and he was on, you know, he gave, I mean, it was yeah. It was awesome. see, he uh, you got to take that. Nice to I was see. happy to yeah. see. I've seen some stars doing that now. With Stamkos fought Matthews, I believe, these playoffs, yeah. so it's now but, it's you know, happening. Jack Hughes in a fight, I, I don't know if I'd bet on him too often, but he no, did pretty good. no. Yeah, it was you know he's he's so good on his skates. You know he's so quick. That's that, what I was thinking. Know, that was able. That's was why able I got that to, you know, Just bounce back up and just take him down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was awesome to see. He played yeah. with a lot of fire tonight. Paula man. probably could use some lessons too. But uh, you know he did his yeah, best. And he stood up. I was like, oh, yeah. why is not ball in there? Ball should hop in. And actually, he wasn't in that play. Uh, I was looking at Smith. Like, dude, you see which way this is going. You you pair up with this guy. This is what yeah. you know, Smith wow. is a better matchup than Halla. But whatever. You know, they, Michael Michael, well, Michael McLeod gets my my star of the game here. Oh, he yeah. played he a huge. phenomenal hockey game, man. And we said this, you know, back before the playoffs started. Like Mikey McLeod, that's the guy. He has the potential to be this dude that you know. Yeah, he's quiet all year. Does this, you know, mm-hmm. amazing on the faceoffs. But he's got a good shot. He can skate. He's a guy who can come up with some timely goals. And game yeah. seven and tonight, yeah, he's sure. yeah, he, he's playing great. He's had a lot of, uh, I think he's had a lot of important parts in the playoffs. And I even think, I go back to what was it? I want to say it was game two when he got in the fight in the third, third period. Like he has, some, he's been involved. In the Rangers oh, series, you're talking yeah, about against Schneider, yes. Schneider, yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. you know, the guy has, I thought that was a little bit of a momentum thing for the Devils, you know. And uh, the play, he's been really impressive. He's been skating great. Even the last game when the Devils got, you know, their ass kicked. I mean, even Mike McLeod had, a, he was actually a little impressive still. Like it wasn't, you know, he didn't have an awful game like the rest of them, I didn't think so. It's kind of nice to see Wood be able to actually celebrate a goal that mattered. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. was nice. It was pretty, nice. too. Yeah, he yeah. picked his hole with that. Sometimes he just crashes in that. Whatever happens, happens. You saw and him like, purposely open that up. Yeah, he got that oh, assist. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, actually, that well, Wood's goal was from was from Hughes. Uh, from yeah, Marino, rather. From Marino. Marino and Vanacek, I think it was. Oh, okay, so Vanacek, yeah. then Marino. Vanacek to, yeah, to Marino, sense. yeah. Marino was awesome on that play. He he held behind the net for like felt like a minute, and he was directing the kind of play. And I think he was looking for Bastion, but um, 
it, it worked out. Like Wood just swooped on it. F- fantastic breakaway. Speaking of ODB, he almost had that goal late in the third period. That was a beautiful uh, shot from Wood that yes. went, and then um, the goal he made. I don't know who. What's the goalie's name? Kakayami, whatever. Yeah, uh, Kok- made that, the, the, Yeah, made a great that great save. Um, for anybody not know ODB, that's old Dirty Bastion. That's right. So that's where that's where we go with that. So, uh, Bob. Yes. Anything <laughs> that you want to add? It's not the best color man in the business for nothing, folks. So okay. Well, I apparently. Have to start a bowling league now for the Devils to win. So yes, get that out of the way. Uh, missing the first period, the most exciting period they played against Carolina uh, for a birthday party. But no, um, yeah, again, this is just—it's great. You know, one of, the, one of the observations I picked on recently is on social media. Uh, there's a pretty big split going on. There's you know half the Devils fans who are you know this is over, like it's just the end of the world, and the other half seem to be of the you know if you guys think this is over already, you're not true fans. And uh, there's really no middle ground. It seemed it seemed to be a battle uh, for a while. I do yes. I, I do want to just jump in real quick. The people that say if you don't think that this team is going to win every game, or that you don't think that this team is the best team on the ice at right. all times, right. you're not a real fan. Those people, I say, a big this, fuck you too. This is this is uh, kind of the point that that I'm trying to get to because I know on the last uh, podcast specifically. Um, you weren't going to find too much optimism from us. Nobody said it couldn't happen, but um, I just want, for anyone who's listening to remember, we are fans first, and we want to be homers just as much as the next guy, but, you know, we are doing a podcast, and I think we have to have, you know, some structured analysis and honest opinion well, just of have the to way be honest. we were playing at the time, and there were absolutely no signs of life in the first two games that would say that they could pull this off. Now they've got a springboard. We'll see what happens. They'll be home again. Still need to know what's going to happen on the road, even if we tie this thing up. You know, it's very possible we can get embarrassed again on the road. So there's still an uphill battle to climb. I just want everyone to know we don't, we certainly aren't going to be negative for any particular reason. We're trying to be as honest as we can with the play that we see. And of course, you know, you, any other time in the world, you I'll put my bracket, Devils can beat them, Devils can beat them, Devils can beat them, but we just can't do that. Because we are on a forum now where I feel like we have to be a little, a little more um, partial. Yeah, I watch the games. I can't just be a blind optimist, right? We see what right, we right. see. Sorry. Exactly. What's up, Tom? I said they were going to win, goddammit. No, but listen. <laughs> we, we, like we were talking earlier. Uh, you know, Chris, you know, he's talking about the crazy pills. And Chris loved the Devils, and I know this. But I, I was telling Chris earlier, I said, Chris is, when I talk to him, it's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, uh, crazy extra. That's what this team does to me. He's like... I, this team sucks. And the next day, I fucking love them. We're going to the cup. Well, look, look, no, no, no. Here's the thing. I, we're going to the cup. They're that kind I of have said, I have said this about this team from the beginning. First of all, you know, yes, they're my favorite team. I grew up with them. I love them. Yes, I want them to win the Stanley Cup every year, but that's just stupid. My point is when they play their best hockey, and we've seen it, they can beat anybody. Right. Yeah. But when they're bad, they're really fucking bad. And that's a problem. When you actually, you know, when you just, at this point, it's kind of like, you know, uh, I don't think that if they make it out of this series and then they go in Florida or Toronto, like there's going to come a time where these starts are just going to bite you in the ass. And maybe it'll be this series. And just like the way they lost. I mean, if you look at each game is like, who won the last five minutes? Take every game in five-minute segments. They did not win a single five-minute. They didn't win a three-minute segment. Over those right. first two games, they were that outplayed. So you know, you have a lot of reasons to be uh, bummed out, thinking, 
boy, if we can't win one three-minute segment in 60 minutes of hockey twice, like that's that's sick. There's no way you're coming back from that. You have every right to, to give that inclination that it, it's not looking good. But you're right. This is the team that somehow pulls that out. And like you said, let's see if they can uh, roll with this because um, I think we all said you don't want to play that, you know, don't show up for two games trick against anyone. You did it against the Rangers. You think you're going to be able to do that against Carolina? Well, we'll yeah. we're going to find out, right? And, and you know, you go into game four on Tuesday night, you know, Carolina is going to play better. You expect the Devils to actually play better. You can't expect eight goals. It's not going to happen. But, you know, it, this was awesome for their confidence. But, you know, if you go and lose on Tuesday, it's like the same exact way where we were at game three and, you know, against the Rangers and you pull it out. And Tony said it that night and, and he's it stands true today. You don't win Tuesday. Tonight doesn't mean shit. Right. Because then you're still going back to Carolina with your facing back against the wall facing elimination. Yeah. And it's not a place you want to be. So, yeah, they had some stuff they have to clean up, no mm-hmm. doubt. They have to get better. But this is good, especially for the top six guys. This confidence booster is big. And I thought Luke brought a lot uh, as far as the offensive go- offense goes. Mm-hmm. Should have been in earlier. We think he should have started this playoff from Jump Street. Shouldn't yes. have taken him out after that Washington game. Um, you know, because I think the kid's just going to get better. But, you know, you can't watch any, I can't watch any sport team with blind optimism just because they're my favorite team. It's just stupid. It's ignorant. You have to look at, you know, teams win, every team, there's 32 teams. 31 teams are pissed off uh, at the end of the year. Only one team is happy. So, you know, if it's not your team, you're not going to be happy. You're going to be upset. You're going to be pissed. You know, we're, we're, I'm going to always be honest with what I see with this team uh, from here on out. If people don't like it or they don't think we're real fans, okay, then you can go and start a podcast where you just talk about how awesome they are. You I will know? say this, you know, and this is a different team. This is a, this is a different field than 2018. Like, the 2000, I was at those games in 2018 in Tampa, and you didn't think we were going to win. It didn't feel right. like that. Now you know we can win. But, right. I mean – you know that 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 series back then, you kind of felt under the. I, that's why I feel confident. Like I don't know if we're going to win this series. I'm going to be honest. It's a tough. This team is tough. We're playing, and even tonight, you saw them coming on eventually. Yeah, sure. Um, they the didn't thing lay down. is, is that I said no. I believe we'll be two and two. I think we will win the next game, but I think the next game is going to be a five four kind of game. I think it's going to be a very gritty. This game, we're not like Chris said earlier. We're not having this blowout ride again this was a good one but you know the only thing i was worried about is that they didn't clamp down and they didn't keep up with the physicality a hundred percent the way they started the game you know uh third period they took their foot off the gas yeah and they just let it turn into a clown show which is fine you know in a regular season game in the playoffs i would have liked to see them send a better message of like no now we own you and they were very capable of doing that with up, up with the lead but you know i don't know i'm gonna blame it on afternoon game all the craziness who knows? There's there's a lot of weird calls. Sometimes this team doesn't know what to do when they get a power play and they got a bunch of them, and um, you know. So it's it, you know the, the afternoon game is over for now for this series, and we'll see how they respond uh, if they can clamp down, play like a sixty minute solid game. Because you got to imagine if you're going to win the series, you, like you said, maybe the next one's close. Tony, you said that there's probably going to have to be at least a one more, if not two more, that are going to be. Close. You can't win on this wild, you know, ride. No multi, uh, you know, over 10 goals a game kind of. Everything was going in tonight. It just was one yeah. of those games. You know, I thought Smith they, was going to score. You know. They don't have, you know, they don't have 
as far as the four teams left in the East, I would say Carolina has the weakest goaltending. No, I really do. Um, you know, so that's an advantage. You're going from the team that had the best goaltending to the team that right now is probably, you know, probably does have the worst. So yeah. they should be able to score goals. And that was the big problem in the first two games. When Carolina gets the lead, one or two, especially a two-goal or more lead, they can lock it down like as good as any other team in the NHL, and they give you nothing. So you have to come back. It's really hard. What happened tonight? Jumped on them. Had a great first period, 3 nothing. They have to come back. Now they have to start pressing. They open things up for our guys. Now their D starts pitching a little bit. They're loosening up in the, uh, the neutral zone a little bit. And what happened? We scored five more freaking goals. Right. That's how you have to beat Carolina. If you get behind the eight ball, it is very, very hard to crawl back against them. They just don't allow it. But we can beat their goaltending. We can skate with them. We can keep up with the physicality. You know, just gotta gotta just keep it up. I think with, you know what could game, be changed. What do you think you would change though? Like that's that because I, I looked at this lineup and I'm just kind of upset we can't get some guys in. And I, but you know, it's always a, you're a victim of success. Like, do you want to tweak something that just worked? You know, roll but, this lineup again, right? Next game on the. I, I mean, uh, if anything, maybe do do you sit Hughes? I mean, not not Hughes. Uh, sorry, Smith, and you just run with the six defenseman again, or do you and put Boquist back Smith, in? Or, Smith had a pretty good uh, game, though. You know, he did. He had. He did. A, I think he, he was did. a plus three, and he had an assist. So yep. it's really tough. Like I, a lot of times, I think of the personnel. I would, you know, want to sit earlier in the series. I was saying. Oh, we shouldn't even play Severson at all. I wouldn't pull Severson out for the world. He's totally no. turned it around. So you're right back to like, geez, what do you do with this lineup? I mean, is there an improvement to make? I would love to get Lazar in. How are we going to do this running seven defensemen? Uh, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. The problem is this is not a model for, okay, lineup's good, don't change anything. This was not that type of game. There was a lot of flaws in this game. Right. You don't oh, want to yeah. repeat this type of game in, in all honesty. I think any coach in the world would tell you that. So On both sides. Still Kent Tweak. Yeah. Smith, I think, Smith had a presence today. He was put in there for a reason. We were getting beat to shit the last couple games. It was obvious. So even if he wasn't taking heads off or anything, he's a big body. He can get in front of you. He mm-hmm. can do what he needs to do. Okay, it's sure. a presence thing. Do we still need him for next game? That is a great question. Can we just wow. roll with the six and put that? I don't know. I don't, but I don't know. I just think that I, I guess my point is I don't. I think you can still tweak because this is not a model win. Uh, if anything, this is a fluke game. This is a, a really odd game. Three shorthanded goals, eight total goals for us. Four shorthanded goals altogether. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. You don't there see was a games lot of like this too performances, much. Though, I mean, separate guys, you had a lot of dudes who did perform tonight. So it is kind of difficult. I think it's more difficult than usual to think about. I guess you could take out Smith. He did have a good game, but I mean, there was a there was a lot of good play tonight from a lot of different guys. I felt yeah. Like. I, I just don't know if the, the the seven defenseman is a model, a good model for you know sustained uh, in the playoffs to you know uh, sustain success. But I think right now Carolina is shaking this off. Like it was to them a bad game, but there is one concern that I think Carolina has right now, and that is goaltending. In the net. Their goaltenders just did they didn't step up today. You know, you chase Freddie Anderson after the what one and a half goal, one and a half uh, of the uh, periods. I think he was gone in the second, and uh, Kokiemi let in how many four? Yep. And they you could know, try to so, say that about us, but the truth is, Schmid yeah. was not the problem and no. the reason he was pulled. And Vanishek has played pretty good. Uh, so you know, like they can't say they're they're on the same level goaltending wise. And you know, usually that factors in a series. So that's looking good for us. 
I do expect Vanacek to play much better on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, you know, I got away from him been, a little bit. It got away from him a little bit, and I think you know he has been on the bench, you know, most of the playoffs so far. So you know he should be. If they were worried about rest, and you know, however long this thing goes, that dude should be well rested. I expect him to play a lot better uh, on Thursday. Yeah, do you think it's a given that they they will play him instead of Schmidt? On Thursday, yeah, I think so. You got the win. You know? I don't know. I think you just—they're just, just going to ride the hot hand, and I—I I, I think right now they played good enough in front of Smee to get the win. I mean, on uh, Vanacek, rather. I think that they'll probably run with Vanacek. And then again, I wouldn't be freaking shocked anyway. I—I I, I, with this these, this team and this coaching staff. I don't yeah, know. I don't know what they're going to do. And again, I'm back to what I've said since they started making changes in the playoffs between the two of them. It doesn't matter. No, go, go ahead and change them up if you think. One guy needs rest, or you, know, you like to look in his eye in the morning. I don't even care. Much. It doesn't matter too guys. much, right? But I, yeah, I gotta no. tell you, you know, we were waiting for certain guys to, you know, put their mark on the series, that kind of thing. And I'd like to see the same from V now. I'd like to see, you know, yeah. a real classic V game. I'm not gonna, right. you know, forecast it's gonna be a phenomenal like five nothing shutout or anything, but it's something where he maybe steals us a game. It steals yeah. a huge, you know, yes. now the series is two two. Kind of what Schmidt did. It had, it had that aura when Schmidt came in. And we got that first win. It, you did kind of have that aura, like, "Oh, this is good for this series." Like, you felt this was possible. I said, "We all know. We yet. all know how how good Vanacek can be." So, yeah, Absolutely. there's no doubt that he when can he go. When he steals a game, and, he steals it well. You know, that's for yeah. sure. So. Yeah, and you know, now what do you do if you're Carolina in, in goal? Uh, do you go back to Freddie Anderson? Do you go to Kakamiami? Do you pull Ranta down? I mean, I he know. played the first few I games think Anderson in the Islanders because yeah, of the win and he had lost yet. I think he's right. going to come out. You know, so are you going to go with Kakayemi? I don't, I don't. I wouldn't feel good doing that either. Um, see, this is what you get from the new you know, way of dealing with goalies not having a number I one. They, you know, they, we saw this with Boston and, and Olmark. They're like, oh, my God, we figured out why we're losing. Olmark can't play more than three games in a row because that's what we did all season is he, he's playing three and he rests and he plays yeah. three and he rests. And, and that's cool and all during the regular season, but – I don't. I don't know if that's the best model for the playoffs, and uh, you know, uh, you can't expect well, these guys who are not used to playing extended bouts of goaltending to then turn it on for the playoffs necessarily. When you know, and you can't be surprised at least when that happens. Let's look at the last four, however many Stanley Cup champions. Okay, so so last year Colorado ran Kemper. I think they had Francois in a few games in the first series. Right. And then they just ran Kemper the entire way. They win the cup. Tampa Bay has never taken Vasilevsky out of uh, the net. Nice. So the last two before that. He's the goalie and then generation. before that, it was, what, Binnington uh, only, you know? They, right. They, so when the teams that are winning the cups are kind of doing the more traditional, we have a number one and we're going to ride them. Uh, you know, when's the last time a team won the cup that actually did do a 50-50 split on goaltending in the playoffs? I don't know. Look, it looks like those teams who are doing that are getting bit this year. I mean, even Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Boston, to me, their biggest mistake, like, they got away from the... There were two major things, in my opinion, that I thought killed Boston. The first thing was they got away from the, the system that they were running the entire season, like you just said. You know, at when the series was 3-1, they should have had Swayman in. I don't care if it's a, you know, a clinching game. Like, you're, you are just got to move on. That's it. Stick to the system. Put Swayman in, and Olmark would have had the rest. Maybe that would have helped. And also, the other thing with Boston, I just think they had such an easy 
regular season that they didn't face any adversity. So when adversity came, it was a little too late. You couldn't find a figure it out. Like you go back to the Devil season, yes, it was a great season. They were very productive. But you go to that December that they had. After that December, this team, you didn't know which way this team was going to go. You wouldn't have been shocked if they just fell right out of the playoff picture. Uh, and that's how they were playing. So they went through it. Uh, every team has. Boston really didn't. I think that bit him in the ass a little bit. I think Omar also, he, he just sucked in the playoffs. I hate to say that, but that his playoff run was not good. That well, that's our, our point, though. He he was out of his normal role when yeah, they, but, they, you know, I think that I think that did screw him up. They're also talking about injuries or whatever. And if you were playing the guy and you knew he was injured, then shame on Jim Montgomery. Exactly. You shouldn't have fucking been doing that. And Vanacek handled a lot of work. At a lot, there was a period of time where he was handling a lot of work. So I think that you, I think you could ride him this series. Just like you read when Schmidt showed up in the last series, you, you wrote him the New York series, right? Um, I, I think this sometime in like January or February, they decided, oh no, Vanacek, we have to rest him. We can't, yeah, yeah. we can't let him play more than three games in a row. And that, they started with that stuff, and it's like, what is your playoff plan here? Because Chris made a good point. There's, it's you know, still riding your guy wins wins the Stanley Cup, and uh, you know this, this whole we have goalie duo thing is very prevalent. But then you can't have it both ways, right? You have to do that in the playoffs, and stick with that formula. That's or it. you know, if, if you're going to switch, you can't be surprised when something that hasn't worked all year. It hasn't been happening all year. Now doesn't work when you try it out. Right. You know? Right. Uh, now you're 100% right. Bob, you had something? Yeah, I just wanted to back up your point about Boston. I think that they were a little bit of a victim of their own success in a way. Yeah. Like you said, right? And, you know, I made a comment a couple of shows ago that I wanted to reiterate on, but we didn't get to it, about a lot of the crying that I saw on Boston's side. And I thought it pretty weird. And I think John was here at the time. And I was like, you know, I've seen a lot of tears in the playoffs, usually in the Stanley Cup Finals. It's a little odd to me that in the first round they're doing this. And then it kind of occurred to me, I think there was sort of like tears of entitlement. Like they really didn't understand how they could not have simply won. And that goes to how they decided to play. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. If you're to be that distraught over it, it's because you're in disbelief. And a lot of, they, so they went in with the wrong attitude. They could have beat them if they, especially like right. after you know Florida being the team and the play the, the way that they do, being the team that they are. Boston, was on the wall. You know, yeah, and Boston was. Yeah. Well, what, what's going on here? You know what? Why? Who the fuck are these guys to come into our building and punch us in the mouth? We're the Boston Bruins. No, no, no Florida doesn't give a shit. You're not going to intimidate Florida. The one team that was going in to play Boston in that first round, out of all eight in the Eastern Conference, you picked the one that didn't give a shit who you were or what you did this year, and that was all because of the what Matthew Kachuk brings to that team and that everybody just follows that attitude. So many teams would have been like, ah, oh, fuck, it's awesome we made the playoffs, but now we have to play Boston? Oh, boy, how are we going to beat Boston? Florida said, this is going to be fun. This is going to be awesome when we beat yeah. Boston. Like, that was their mentality the whole way. Uh, so, I think I that know, Boston, but, too, is the band's going to break up now, a lot of them. I think they realize that. You Boston's know, been not, broken up for a while, right? Be, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not <laughs> sure. Be, I don't know, though. I, you know, these days, I get more than I have more than a feeling about that one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> ah, nice. I can't but even think know, of another I mean, Boston song. No. I think with them, a lot of those guys, like, I think Hall and them are really depending on this year. I, I get it, you know. Um, speaking of that, what about uh, the Rangers firing their coach, huh? I mean, yeah. you know, you had Sutter fired too in Calgary, but now you had Gallant fired in New York, which is not a surprise. I mean, I thought it was. Bad. It wasn't. First of all, I have to just say it wasn't. 
It wasn't. I wasn't fired. Gerard, what we, happened? Uh, tell, t- Gerard, what? tell us what happened. I will. I went. I went into the, the Chris Duarte called me up and he said, uh, "Hey, Who? coach, come on in." Uh, Chris Duarte, he's a general manager. Oh, so, okay. Chris Duarte. Yeah. All right. Of gotcha. the New York Rangers. But so Gerald, so I went in devils. and I I said I said, "Hey, boss, how are you?" And uh, he said, uh, I think that we maybe are thinking about going another way or, you know, and I said, well, you know what? That's actually kind of funny because I was thinking maybe I want to go do some other stuff, too. And he said, well, why? Speech I, said, well, I have this. Why would I need a speech? Therapist? No, I mean, you could be one. You're so good at it. Well, I mean, I was going to just I really wanted to. I really wanted to just work on my cover band that we do. Okay. So we have a can we have a Kansas cover band. Okay. Uh, me and my friends. So I was thinking that I was going to go do that. So um, yeah, carry on my wayward son. Dust in the it's wind. A great song. Yeah. Dust in the wind. That was another good. great song. Because there's no R's so in I, it. That's why I like Dust in the wind. Why? What's? Well, how come you? Oh, no reason. No, no reason, Gerard. Um, how do you say I'm your sorry name again? I think that. So I'll go on. <laughs> It's unfortunate you have an R and an L in your first and last names together. Why is that unfortunate? I think you have a problem with certain letters. <laughs> yeah, maybe okay? I do. I think I have Why? like hearing that uh, sometimes hears mispronunciations when so, you're not So, so I wasn't fired. I we this was a, a mutual separation. Um, <laughs> so, so now I'm going to go do my thing, and the New York Rangers are going to go and hire uh, another head coach. Right. So that's where we're at for the Rangers. The, why would you say it like that? The New York Rangers. What, what am I saying? It's the Rangers, right? No, the Rangers. Hey, this guy listens to English tapes. Tell him, Dan. <laughs> Explain to him this shit. History of English podcast. Yeah. With Gerard Gallant. Yeah. With Gerard Gallant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so mean, yeah, they let surprising it. you got fired, though, right? You kind of knew. It's been they've been saying it this. It was a mutual separation. It's just their way of Gerard, hopefully having a soft landing wherever that is. Um, but yeah, uh, thank God they got rid of him. I, I'm not a fan of him. I was hoping that maybe the whole team would just self destruct. But who are they gonna get? Don't know. Who the hell's out there, really? Like who's? I think they bring uh, Fonzie back. You think they're going to bring Fonzie back? Yeah, bring Fonzie back. You know they don't really want him in Philly anymore. No, but I don't think they want him anywhere. Really. That's the best fit for him, though. I mean, they deserve each other. Yeah, they do have all. They're kind of the same personality, yes, right? Definitely. Yeah. Just a, no, do you guys entire... think that? See, I, I'm a, I'm not a Tortorella fan, but I'm a fan of the personalities. I'm a fan of like the Tortorellas, right. the Mike, like these guys who you you know these. The Pat Everyone Brady. I hate. Yeah, everyone. You, think about it though. But these are like the villains. You kind of need these dudes. Like I, I, I don't know. I've always been. I kind of like always, that they're out there. I just don't want them on yeah. my team. Yeah. No, yeah, you know. I mean, and it's I unsustainable. Like it. No matter what, when you have that personality, it's unsustainable. You yeah. wear out your welcome eventually. People get sick of your shit eventually, and that's it. It happens to all those dudes, and that's why if you see, there's been this like big kind of turnover, especially in the NFL. I know the NHL is just completely. 20 years behind what the other leagues are doing. But in the NFL, you don't have those head coaches anymore that are in your face and the screamers and those dudes. Now they're much more mellow. Like guys don't like dealing with that shit anymore. Like right. guys don't like to come into work and get screamed at and be told that they're fucking, you know, doing their jobs wrong or they're not worth shit. Like these that's guys are millionaires. Exactly. But that's but you see it now. in the you see it in the coaching and uh well, I mean it's hard to say, you know, why why somebody being softer because they're not because getting screamed at like they're fucking guys, eight year olds. 
now or because somebody coach. that's coaching them is treating them with a little bit more respect and kind of being yeah, like, you, you know got, what you got to do. Bro, you're a pro. You got to have someone. Well, if you're fucking up, someone should tell you that. What are you, a fucking like? No, no, no. There is no. I'm, that's not at all what I'm saying. I know. And I'm saying know. that there are plate. There are times and places to lose your shit on players or teams. Mm-hmm. Those right. guys were on all the time. Throw benches you can't, over the eventually. When you're, when, when, yeah, but when you're coming to the fucking arena every day and your head coach is just a fucking douchebag in a pissy mood every fucking day and won't even look at you, doesn't even say fucking hello to you when you come in. Eventually, that wears on you. You just like bad this guy's a dick. I don't want to play for this guy. I heard Badcock really? was awful, they say. They say he is what, yeah, there's players that, like, you know, yeah. I listen to some of these these shows with these older players. Yeah, that he's, he's like, abusive, right? Physical yeah. altercations inside yeah. the office and stuff yeah. like that, you know. People don't Smacking need that shit, around. you know? <laughs> I, you know, that's that's all. Like, you know, is Babcock even coaching anymore? No. No, but he'll no. probably be back, I think. I, I mean, heard I've that heard. Quinville, because Quinville, you know, he's... Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a lot of trouble with. That's why I kind of don't want to see Chicago get that first round pick because there's a whole scandal thing. That's a whole other story. What happened there a couple of years ago with the sex scandal? Oh, they're gonna it's not let scandal. anybody in that mess get hired. As but Quinville, coach. I Definitely. heard, actually may coach again this year, and I actually heard his name already. Someone had mentioned to him with the Rangers, so I, he's being I, floated around at the Rangers. But um, then there was an article out today saying that the Rangers do not have Joel Quinville on their on their radar. And I also think the Rangers Rangers know the shitstorm that they comes don't want to, deal with that to put him in that fucking media market. Oh that might be a problem. Right? You know, I, it would be I good for either of them, really. Yeah. If he wants yeah, back into hockey, know, he should go play in Winnipeg or something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Who needs a coach? Right. Oh no, they don't. Right? They, they they didn't get rid of their coach. Calgary did. Oh no, actually, um, the coach actually Calgary stood up to the players yeah. in the media there. Yeah. That was yes, that was a good right. uh, example of it. Yeah. Because you know what it has changed and like why it doesn't really happen with the big personalities as much anymore is is that every team now has some star players. So like even back in the day, nobody was going to give like Wayne Gretzky a rash of shit. You know, the coach right. was going to have to coach around. And, and you used to have a lot of teams where they didn't have any really big names. And now every team has, like, some players that they're just not going to get moved no matter what. So you know who's going to move if you can't make a successful, you know, outing with the team in front of you. It's yeah. going to be the coach. It always happens. Right. You know, even Jawad, he didn't do so bad. It's just, uh, <laughs> you know, the team he had. He's. Yeah, I would I'd love to see an honest appraisal of what went wrong from him. Because I bet you he would say a lot of the same stuff we did, which is you, you threw a bunch of new parts that didn't fit into my machine yeah. last minute, and you wonder why it broke, you know? Yeah. I was kind of amazed I saw some of the Ranger press conference after when they were clearing out the locker, you know, the game after, the day after. Oh, I missed And that. we still, some of the players, there was, I, don't, I can't remember who it was, that we were not getting credit. They're like, I know we were a better team than them over there. And I, I hear this, and I'm just like, Come on. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, you could tell the guys, the, the, there are some classy dudes on the Rangers. Chris Kreider, I think, absolutely is just a classy dude. I mean, this dude came out, you know, like you said, right in, in the biggest media market, right after this game, taking, you know, res, you know, a responsibility for being, you know, minus four on that game, not doing the things that he had to do and giving credit where credit right. I like Chris Kreider. And he, he even scored right a goal, thing. but he still beat himself and up for, you know, yes. being on the ice for three against or something. But then when you have the, the other guys, and I'm sure that some of them were the big name guys, oh, yeah. that honestly, again, like Bobby said about Boston, it's a sense of entitlement. Like, they had that, that like, we're supposed to win, so let's just go in and win, you know? No, yeah. you kind of have to work for it because there are professionals standing across from you that are going to do everything in their power to make sure you don't win. So, 
you know, good riddance to Boston and good riddance to the Rangers. That's It'll be what interesting I with the Rangers too, because I know that they're going to be in some salary cap trouble too. I wonder who they're going to have to dump a few Big dudes. Time. It's going to be kind of curious time. to see what they. Do. Oh, this off season is going to be after after this fun postseason that hopefully we will last a long time, and it's going to be an interesting off season. Cause it's gonna if be I'm long. the yeah. Rangers, if I'm the Rangers, my first priority has got to be to to lock up uh, Keandre Miller. I think he's just too good of a defenseman. You can't let that dude go. And at this point, anyone else who gives a shit, but lock him up. Well, you're they building a team around Sturkin, no matter what as long as he's locked yeah. up you build out but you know the problem with doing that is the rangers had a rebuild going but it wasn't fast enough for them so you know you got jim dolan or you know the dolan family yeah. there they've been they've been playing from the same playbook forever which is this is new york and we got to win now and they can't have a rebuild uh, that really allows you know great talent to come from the ground up and you know so they they went out and tried to buy it and uh that that rarely ever works you know they're just going on that one time when it did but how often has we seen that like over the years be the reason the rangers are like the least winning of the original six you yeah. know that's why there's a reason for it yes. you're 100 percent right yeah i understand the uh necessity to feel like you need to make a big move or two in some cases you really do like i had this conversation yesterday with somebody who's a flyer fan but we're talking about other teams and bringing pieces in you know, there's a big difference between the Devils bringing in a Meyer that was literally, you know, fills a need and provides something we need versus just kind of bringing in not one but two superstars. And again, on a Ranger team that maybe they were a little ahead of their own rebuild too, but took a gritty team, got all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. They didn't need much tweaking. You know, they were better off kind of standing pat where they were, maybe getting one of those guys. I don't even know, you know, hindsight being what it is. But, yeah, just uh, too much, too fast, and now here they go. We, we joked a couple times about how do they even afford these guys. It always seems like they can bring in all this money, and you know, now they're going to be hurting. So they might have, um, in effect, you know, brought their rebuild back faster than they planned on it. But when you guys just start working back there and a couple of the other key guys, I mean, I don't think they're going to be bad, uh, but they might not be uh, projected winners as much as they were you know, this year. Because well, they mentioned it all up. You mentioned they Ranger it all up. <laughs> With Meyer, you know, I know that we've, you know, we've been critical. You know, some we've had a rough playoff run sometimes, a couple of these games. But I hope he comes back because I am impressed with his play. He's he's just tough. He's a strong dude. You could see it out there. Um, you know, I like to see him getting. Obviously, you know, obviously he had a goal tonight. But uh, he's a player that I, I for our so. team, I hope we really get him back because I really think that we have not seen the best of him. And I, but I, like I said, I think he's been a force out there in a way. He has been a heavy body out there. Uh, Goals and assists, you, it's hard to make the argument, oh, well, how could he be essential? Oh, well, he's yeah. essential. They don't come out of the yeah. first round without him playing the way he played. There's oh, no totally. way. They, I mean, so I think Myers definitely going to hit his stride with the team. Got really unfortunate that he got clobbered that game seven. He's come back with a shield, you know, missed a game, came back with shield for two games. Adjusted well, played well tonight. Uh, so, you know, I expect even more from him. And he's, yeah. he's something to stay on your team for years to come. I hope that is something that gets locked up. I'll tell you what, what this game today, uh, the Carolina Devil game t- today, showed me was that this is going to be a long series. That, you know, the Devils aren't going to just roll over. Um, and I don't, like, again, who knows if they're going to win. But it's not going to be like uh, I felt after the first two games. And, like, a lot of people felt like we are seriously going to get fucking rolled four in a row here. This is going to be a good series. I kind of think... That you know, I don't know if the I don't know if we're as bad as we were in the first two games, and I don't know if that kind of offensive output is sustainable. But you know, somewhere in the middle is a team that can pull this thing out. So you know, they gotta they gotta find that, and I'm hoping that just with you know the guys showing up today, 
all on the back of Hughes, who just, man, what a... Let's, I, we can't even talk enough about the performance of Jack Hughes tonight, but I just hope that this does put a bit of a rocket up some of these guys' ass. I mean, it is something that when you're nine games in and you still haven't scored to finally, you know, break that cherry, be able to kind of, I'm hoping Heischer, Meyer, these guys can kind of take off now and start producing like we've expected them to since this thing started. At least yeah. that's what I'm hoping. What are you guys looking for in gay Tuesday night? I'm still really concerned about, like, what do you do with this lineup? Because I get what you're saying, man. I have seven defensemen's not ideal, but I don't know who to pull out. I really don't. And I, I can't see pulling any of them out without regretting it. Uh, so yeah. I think we kind of have to keep seven de- defensemen for the time being. I don't know what you do going forward. Um, you know, when Graves comes back, what do we do then? Uh, especially <laughs> when Smith's playing well and Hughes is playing well. you got to get Graves back in. Are we going to play eight defensemen? I mean, now we're getting crazy. <laughs> Uh, it's a good problem to have, though. You know, it is, it is it a is. good problem to have. But yeah. it, the thing is, too, like with our defensemen, especially talking about the guys that you might pull out, each one of those guys brings such a different value to the team that it, it, you're right. Because if you pull out ball, you know, yeah, uh, whoever you're putting in can do the same as far as defensive responsibility. But ball brings that physicality. Ball brings that long reach. Ball brings a lot of different things. You put, you know, okay, well, Luke Hughes, yeah, he does the job defensively, but what's his intangible? Well, he can push the play. He can get that puck up ice. He can, you know, and then you go to Smith. He's a physical guy. He'll get into a fight when you need it. He'll dig in the fucking boards. He might take a couple of really stupid penalties throughout a game, but that's what he brings. Each guy brings something that you don't want to lose in that lineup. So you're right. Who the fuck do you take out? I, I don't know. Maybe go with eight. Maybe go with nine. Maybe 10. Maybe we just get rid of one of our forward lines. Yeah, You're right, though. (laughs) But what do you expect in there, Bob? I don't know what I'm expecting, but I know what I want to see. I mean, Okay, what do you want want... to see, Bob? That's a great question. I'm on the glass. No problem there, Bob. Well, obviously, you know, I want to see a little bit of what they had today, so I do want them to come out strong, hopefully get the first goal. But honestly, this may sound pretty vanilla, but I'd like to see a little bit of a lockdown game at some point. I want to see Mm -hmm. that structure and have that confidence. When we came out of the overtime win against the Rangers in game three. It was a great game. I mean, it was still overtime, though, right? So, flip a coin, generally speaking. But the structure there, we all said, I just felt confident. Like, they looked good. And then from there, they continued to look good until they kind of got destroyed again in game six. So, the reason I really want to see structure this time around, even give me five, nothing, I don't care, I'll take it. You know what I mean? But realistically, I want to see, like, a playoff hockey game that makes me feel comfortable because my big concern here is maybe not that we can't win again at home on the backs of our fans and, and you know what they're riding right now the way we're outplayed away in this series I want how much of it is the line changes how much of today was fluky I just I don't have a beat on this yet I know that I'm scared to death to go back to Carolina so until okay. I see a playoff team locking down some goals and the, you know three shorthanded goals that's fluky in itself so I don't even know who to blame them on because that's the special teams so, like, I didn't see, like, I want to see five-on-five five lockdown while we have the lead. Just something to make me more comfortable. That's what I'm looking for because, yeah, just, game, game five is going to scare the hell out of me. Regardless. Just talk about, like, how fucking, again, how fucking crazy this team is, right? Our mm-hmm. fucking penalty mm-hmm. kill killed us in that Rangers series. Now our power play is fucking killing us in this series. Like, this yeah. team is just nuts. Like, just figure shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Tone? Well, I think they're going to, uh, like I said, the last They're going to win, right? They're going to win the they're cup. Gonna win. They're going to yes, lose They're going to win, and let me tell you, they're going to come out. It's going to be a better game by them because now they know they can beat Carolina. <laughs> they know they can beat Carolina, and 
They're you know they're home again, obviously. But you're gonna play. You're gonna face a better Carolina team because now Carolina's gonna be pissed. I'm well, they're gonna be pissed, man. Yeah, I'm saying five four, and I'm Rod saying Brindamore's gonna come out and play. I bet he's fucking cooked too. I bet that boy can still go. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was pissed tonight, wasn't he? He was oh, fired yeah. up over there. Oh crazy um, eyes, he was fucking. Yeah, but I think eyes the were even like bulging out of his head. He looks mm-hmm. like a character from an '80s movie that's uh, constantly hitting the mirror and the coke. But uh, <laughs> you know, he. I, I, okay. the, the Devils, I definitely think are going to play a better game. You're going to play get a better game from Carolina, but I think we're going to win. I think it's going to go 2-2, and we're going to take it day by day. I don't know if we're going to win this series. Who knows if we're going to win this series, but I do think we're going to win the next one. All right. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. I just want to see – I want to see more of like a, just a, a normal – like a like games five, game seven against the Rangers. That was like devil hockey, man. They They got the goals, locked it down, did what they had to do, took care of their business, and they were smart, good, smart hockey. Carolina makes that – type of game very difficult uh you know i just think they're gonna come out pissed off we're gonna come out with a lot of confidence and i i'm gonna go i'm not gonna predict i don't want to predict a win or a loss but i i think it's gonna be a really good game and i think we're gonna i think all right i'll do it i'll say it i talked myself into it we'll win on tuesday yes we'll win overtime overtime yeah i just want to see more overtime games yeah overtime I don't know who's going to score. You guys going to give any kind of uh, predictions? Would you like Bob? to? Dan? I'm going to say Jack Hughes. I think Bob no, wants but to. Dan, you're, saying, you're saying 5-4 win tone, right? Yeah, Hughes scores. Right, so, uh, I'm, I'm going to go 3-2 overtime uh, win. Bobby? I'm going to go 3-1 clean. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I like that. I, yeah. I was uh, going to go 3-0 with an empty netter. And that would okay. be the kind of dominant performance that Bob was talking about. It's hard to say it's going to happen, but it'd be so huge for a couple reasons. We have yet to have a goaltender really shine uh, throughout the whole game. Look, take away those three shorthanded goals, uh, including one of them being a a, uh, a penalty shot. Uh, Vanishek played a hell of a game, so I'm not saying he was bad, but we have not seen a, a, a dominant Devils goalie yet in the series, and that would be great because we know that's Carolina's weakness. So if we can capitalize on our strength there, awesome. Um, I, that's the kind of win I would like to see most. Um, you know, basically riding them two nothing, maybe getting a goal in the first, goal early in the third, and uh, an empty netter towards the end, something like that. Um, where you're really shutting them down by just pressing and getting tons of chances and being physical. My biggest fear with this game coming up is that they kind of went away from the physicality a little bit. And I get it when you're up in some wild, crazy game by five or six goals, why your game kind of changes. So they have every reason to, like, you know, throw that out. But I'm afraid that that is also have, that was kind of a distraction. Uh, like the first the, period of this game. Like, that was that was a great it, period. That's, that's what you want to see for a whole Absolutely. Game. And I don't expect yeah. them, you know, like this, the first goal, um, you know, he stuffed it. Meyer did great. He went to the net. No. He was supposed to do. But I think, you know, Shesterkin seals the post. Yes. on that goal um, and so like I don't expect their goaltending to stay this poor even though we definitely will have the edge to the series uh, so I think it's going to be difficult to get three in one period but I don't see why we can't get at least one in the first you know one in the next two periods and then just close it out with like an empty netter or something uh, I think that's very doable and the kind of win that uh, I would like to see from them like that that you could build on going forward in a realistic way 
Because today, today you can't reproduce that. You don't expect. Well, to I just I was just going to say, and yet, would we be shocked if it was nine six on Tuesday? You night can't be not with this point, team, right? It's crazy, Jesus Christ! You never know. all over the place. Seriously, between the friggin' nat- the first Rangers series, they like made me almost have a fucking heart attack. This one, they just make me feel like I'm going crazy. Yep, I gotta take friggin' crazy pills. You guys watch? How about Dreisaitl over in Edmonton? Jesus, man! We have thirteen goals now. Yeah. Uh, What's a, I didn't watch. I didn't watch a lot of hockey this weekend. What What was the uh... Edmonton won five to one last night? So they're okay. in one one series. Uh, actually, right now I have it on the over here is uh, Florida Toronto. Toronto's up one nothing in that game, and then the game afterwards will be the uh... Dallas game. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas. Seattle. Yeah, it's going to be huge though. Seattle. Florida wins that series one. is over. I mean, they're yeah. up two nothing. Uh, yeah, they're, the Panthers um, are up two nothing. Yeah, so you know Toronto's up one nothing right now. So it's been you know. But man, I, Edmonton though—they're gonna—if they can catch fire, they are an impressive. They're my team. pick. Yeah, they're my pick. And I—but I, like I said, I do think Tampa, Toronto is going to come away with these two games on the road uh, with wins. I just think that the pressure of these this team playing up there fucks with their head way too much. Like if they can relax and play, they're an amazing hockey team. I think they can beat Florida, but they got to get out of their own fucking heads and getting down there instead of being up in Toronto. I think is going to help them. I really do. Uh, you know, but we'll see. I mean, either team. All right, so if, okay, a big if, recklessly speculating, mm-hmm. we win. Who do you guys want to play, Toronto or Florida? We play Toronto. Now, remember our luck with Toronto in the last. Toronto. Wait, wait, what was that tone? You go first. Remember, remember the last couple of years with Toronto. We've had some trouble with Toronto. They've been a pain, a thorn in our side, even when they sh- we've you know lost games we shouldn't have to them. Obviously, we all remember back, uh, you know, the end of the streak with the, that game where we had, like, three goals called back. But Toronto's just had our number lately. Problem is, Florida, it, it's – I find Florida so interesting because I don't think they're the best team. In the, but they're a very scary team and a dangerous team. Anytime you're dealing with Kachuk, Montour, those dudes are, you know – I mean, that team is just – they're riding high right now. But I do agree with Chris. I could picture Toronto getting through them. But I think for us, I, I don't know. I mean, Florida maybe. It's a tough one because, like I said, Toronto's really given us a, uh, given us some pain. Okay, Dan, I would like to go through Toronto. I don't. I, I mean, I think that we probably match up with them a little bit better. Um, uh, I, you know, and we've played teams where you know they have the media market and all that, and I think we kind of thrive on that. I like we like the David and Goliath thing. Um, I think that Florida is. Um, they're the ones who are going to play the underdog card the whole way, and they will against us. And um, I don't know if that suits this team. I mean, I think that's you've seen them play badly, and you know yeah, they have sense. to like. It's almost like they're like letting themselves get the, to be the underdog before they can wake up and respond. So Jeez. you know you don't want to take that away from them at this point. And you know, let's face it, there's no reason they shouldn't be underdog all the way to the cup if they were get there. I mean, you're right. Even though they're one of the top three teams in the league all season long. And we know how good they are, but um, because they're you know newcomers and on a small medium market, they're going to be uh, you know looked down on by basically everybody but Florida. You know, like uh, Florida, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, no, we're the underdogs. You know, Florida's got a chip on its shoulder, big time. You know, even in, even within Florida, they're like, fuck a Tampa. You know, they can't yeah, take exactly. It. So they you know they uh, they they would kind of take that from us, and I don't want that. Um, you know, those are those intangibles. So what do they really mean? I don't know. You know, like any actual playoff performance from the guys on the ice could totally make that a moot point. But, you know, that's what I'm thinking right now. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. About you, Bobby? 
know, it's, it's really hard to even pick which team you want to play because when I look at the Devils, I don't know what team I'm going to get period to period, let alone series to series. Like, I don't know what team winds up right. playing this next team, whoever it is, in the next round. But just on the surface, I did shout out Toronto when Tony and I were both talking. Um, you know, they just won their first playoff series in a while and figured they're, they're not due to win them all. Uh, so I like to go through. Florida just scares me. It's another one of those teams. It's kind of like Carolina. They just can seem so galvanized by, like, their little niche of the country. And they just, I don't know, like Carolina and their fans, they were really feeding off that and taking off. It just kind of takes on, like, like this life of its own. And to your point, I'd, I'd go in there with the big market and maybe come in as the underdog. That does seem to serve the Devils well. Yeah. Well, it's two for Toronto, one for Florida. I'm going to go 75% Toronto. I would like to play Toronto over ten, over Florida. I, uh, Matthew Kachuk, I think, would just fucking give our top line. Uh-huh. I, I think he's... I, I, I don't want to see it. I just don't want to see Nico Heischer getting manhandled by... Yeah, Matthew he's just going to be humping Heischer the whole series. Yeah, and, and but... You know, Florida is they're a very good team. They're a very scary team. Exactly the reason that Dan just said. The only team left that can actually use the underdog status, and you know, where as opposed to us, and where we always have it. Plus the streak. I mean, fuck that. We should have kept going. Right. And uh, I, I really want to go up there and punch them in the dicks and beat Toronto. Right. That's what I would love to do. That's what the season's and all the about, hockey, right? And the hockey world, like, look, sorry, Eastern Conference Finals. Florida, New Jersey, 75% of the country, 75% of North America checks the fuck out. But you got Toronto in it, all eyes are on them, and I want to see our boys shine in that spotlight, and I think they will. I would much rather see us play Toronto. It's interesting with the teams that are left because everyone's built so... Everyone's built to beat different teams, right? Like When I look at these, I I say to myself, okay, Jersey and Toronto can beat Edmonton. I don't feel like Florida can beat Edmonton. Right. But... I see that. You know, it's weird if you look how it You're goes. Right. Like, but I think Florida, you know, can beat this team. But I just don't. But, the, but it's just weird how all the teams are set up to beat. It's just really interesting this year. How it, well, I mean, to your point, I'll tell you what I, I honestly believe. Any other team played Boston. Boston is still in this thing. Yeah, they drew Florida, the one team that wasn't going to let them get out of the first round. The one well, I didn't team see that, it coming. And, I got to be honest, but you're absolutely right, especially in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I the Islanders that, give them a hard time. Maybe I think the Islanders would have given them a hard time, but I don't think the Islanders would have been able to come together as a unit and play for each other the way Florida did right. uh, in that series. I mean, it was really everybody talking about you know Boston this and Boston that. and yeah, Boston blew it, but Florida, you know, they really took it to them. They were at their absolute best, and they are still feeding off of that. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that Toronto takes them down because every fucking win, they just get more confident. They get, you know, just uh, become better and better. By the time we get them, man, <laughs> who knows? Uh, I, so, yeah, I just want them out. I want Toronto in. Who's that goalie? Which one had the co- quote? Was it Bobrovsky or Samsonov? That was Samsonov. Yeah, yeah, well, Samsonov. I, you know, Florida's got that whole attitude. It's ironic that he said that because, uh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I don't is give a fuck. That's what they got. Is it? Is that still one nothing? Yeah, it's still it's an intermission now. One nothing. Okay, all right. And can we? I, are we going to get fucking Kenny Albert for this whole freaking thing? I don't <laughs> like him, man. Now, I'm sorry. What is this now? TNT and TBS for the whole second yeah. round? Are we going to get an ESPN game in there? What's going on? I, I haven't Tuesday looked forward. ESPN. Tuesday's, Tuesday's ESPN. Tuesday's ESPN. I never thought I would look forward to an ESPN game, but after two nights of that crew. I hear you. Uh, Who are your favorites uh, in the national 
uh, uh, hockey guys. It, it's like who's my least hated? Is what you mean I I really like Ray Ferraro. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I, I, I got to so say, he's Joe Ferraro. Yeah. What? Um, I like Ferraro. What'd you say, too. Tom? I like Ferraro. Yeah. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Ray. Even though I t- said I wanted him dead, apparently Kill in 1994. Ferraro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. He apologizes, Ray. Sorry, Ray. I didn't know you become a pretty cool dude. <laughs> yeah, so. he's, he's pretty even. Now, the, the one dude uh, in their studio. You know who he's married to? Ferraro? I'm sorry. I no, who's yeah. that? Mrs. Ferraro? Cammy Granado. Oh, Cammy oh, Granado. Well, no way. Yeah. Yeah. So, and do they have any hockey the, playing children? Because they should be pretty Tony good. Granado, uh, you would yeah. think they would have some really uh, good hockey playing kids. She's mm-hmm. the general or vice general manager at Vancouver, right? Can oh, no Granado? Does she like run the Canucks or something? I think. Yeah. I no idea. So, anyway, go ahead. Uh, no, I was thinking about the uh, TNT TBS uh, intermission people. You know, the studio analysts, and uh, they are rough. They are. They, I, I mean. We put them against the ESPN crew, which is also bad. I, I don't. I mean, I like PK, but uh, you know, like. Here's a, but we only like oof. PK because of who is being a devil. I could see That's how true. everyone else hates PK on that show. You're, you're I totally can see it. Yeah, um, but, but you know, he, also, he, he brings some facts in there. Uh, the guy, you know, beast that he 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 also something about him. I just dislike. He could be who? saying like. Uh, you know, but Biz, whatever. Biz, uh, yeah, oh, he's a tool. He is, uh, but you know, I'll, when it was seven two, I was like, God damn it, this guy called it. Because in the intermission between the second and third, oh, yeah, he goes, "This game is now. This is kind of weird for a studio crew. They never do this." Uh, what do you say? He goes, "This game's over." And I think it was Anson Carter, like he's trying to be, like I don't know, be professional broadcaster. We don't say that in the middle of a broadcast. What, what uh, he score goes, was it at the two? By the way, I don't mean. Oh, we were going where, into where the period we? up five one, I think. Okay. And okay. No, so that's sorry. pretty safe to say. Um, yeah, whatever it was, we had the game well in hand. So it wasn't like he made a wild prediction. Okay. But, um, you know, it's kind of weird to see a studio analyst basically yeah. saying, don't bother watching this game. This game's over. And I know that's maybe <laughs> what, not what he was thinking. So Anson Carter was trying to play, like, the other side of that. Like, hey, you got a Carolina team that come back and this and that. And he goes, nah, they're not going to do nothing. It'll be 7-2 Devils. Wow. So, and at one point it was seven two devils, and yeah. it got a little crazier than that. Maybe than, then, then than yeah, then expected. just shit hit the fan. I, yeah, but I don't I know what it is. I picked up on one thing that the broadcast uh, broadcast crew did, and I wanted to share it because I thought it was pretty funny. So uh, after Carolina got their first goal, the next shift. This just shows you how programmed these people are to say like the things that right. are in their mind. The next shift, it wasn't ten seconds old. You had no idea if it gave them any momentum or anything. It was just another boring straight shift. And right away, the first thing out of their mouth was, now this is giving them energized. You know, they're, yeah. they're ready to go. And I'm like, they're not showing that at all. You're just saying that because that's right. what typically happens. But it Firing cannons. It I watched the game. 4-1, and they go, now they're only one goal away from making a two-goal game. Like, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, they're only exactly. three goals away from a t- tying game. Uh, like, yeah, they score crazy. four in a row. They might win this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, crazy. you know, it, but uh, I remember watching the game during the regular season. It was uh, – it was Albert, Keith Jones, and I think Eddie Olchek. I Ugh. seriously do not think they even watched the fucking game. I'm not even kidding. They were talking about, yeah. like, just telling story. Remember when we were in Philadelphia and we missed our flight and we had to go to that steakhouse? Yeah, I remember, Eddie. You didn't even put your hand in the pocket. And they're talking. They're having a whole fucking thing. They're There's shots going off posts and stuff. Exactly. The guys, there's a you know, game they- on? Three goals chicken? were scored, and they what were talking about the time they lost their luggage in fucking Tampa. Like, uh, they're they're so so fucking bad. I can't deal with it. That was the game I put the fucking radio on. 
I was like, I, I muted the TV, watched it, and I put Matt and Chico on because I was like, I can't stomach these fucking fools. They're not. They're Dang. not fun. They're not they're fun nor funny. But I like uh, what the fuck's his name? Bob Bob Wachow. The guy that does it with um, Bob Wazowski. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Mike Wazowski. Bob um, the one that uh, does it with Get um, Bob Weir, I said. <laughs> Bob, Billy Boucher, uh, what's his name? Brian Boucher. Yeah, does it with uh, Brian Boucher. That guy, those two. I don't mind them. I like, I like Bobby them. Boucher better though. Not Reed Boucher. He's a great at play by play. Yeah. Hey, don't 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 puck don't don't puck don't don't puck don't puck. Wait, Gerard, is, that, is that you? Gerard? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how great would it be if he's on the uh, ESPN broadcast yes. tomorrow? Somebody give him a broadcasting this. job. I can, <laughs> I would be love the it. best. Well, I tell you about what the Devils did to my New York Rangers. Oh, that would be awesome. Just hear him breaking down that series and why he got fired. Poor Gerard. Everybody's messing hey. up. Even Kenny. You know, he's just throwing in random W's <laughs> just to see if he notices. Hey, man, it took a minute to like come up with just carry on my wayward son. Yeah, uh, I was just like, I had nothing. Exactly. <laughs> on that note. Uh, guys, anything you want to add? Uh, happy boy. birthday, Martin Brodeur, right? Brodeur and uh, oh. Siegenthaler, I think. Wow. They share a birthday. Do you guys share birthdays with anybody famous? Um, uh, my birthday is the day Dirk that Diggler. Lincoln was shot and the Titanic sank. So really, yeah. So it, my f- wow. yeah, my father's nine eleven. I am the yep. famous birthday. My mom is Pearl Harbor. I am a fan. No, she's not. She's actually your the day mom's before. not fucking Pearl Harbor. Really? She is yeah. the day before? Day before. My father is 9-11. I know your dad's uh, 9-11. My brother, Space Shuttle blew up. Um, yeah. That was oh, the Challenger. The, the Challenger, yeah. January 28th. Do you guys yeah, remember not, that? What were you? Did oh, they yeah. take you? Like, it you was January 28th. Yeah. What? No, it was a snow day. Yeah, I was going to say I was oh, home really? that day. I figured I was sick, yeah. but it was a snow day, It was huh? a snow day. Yeah, oh, we were all home. I remember. I mean... I remember yeah, watching it in the not... school cafeteria, unless it was news the next day. Yeah, we were. Oh, I watched to go to school. school cafeteria. Cafeteria. Maybe you just had your own snow day, Chris. <laughs> why why did you show us up to school that day, you dummy? It was a snow day. <laughs> it, it was, was disgusting. That's why you were in the fucking cafeteria all day. The janitor didn't know what to do with you. Well, you were the only one there. there. It, there. <laughs> it was like a big deal. We were watching the, the shuttle launch, like it was a school thing. <laughs> just having a janitor. And you remember it blowing up? Yes. No, that, I don't think that ever I, happened. Honestly, Bob. I think I feel like he might be right because I, I remember no. when I came back to school, there was, was one girl who was still uh, out for like a week. She was, and everybody. I remember people saying she was crying a lot, but I, maybe she just saw it from home too. I don't know. I will tell you right now, it was a snow day because it was my friend Rich's birthday. Because him and I were, he was so excited that he had a snow day on his birthday, and, and he my came brother, over to my house, yeah. and your brother, which I didn't even know, and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we were hanging out in the backyard, and my oldest sister came out and told us that the space shuttle had just blown up. So I'm like 99.9% positive that it was a snow day. Now, if you guys watched it in school, or Bobby, you at least watched it in school, then that I means that it. if I'm right, then a teacher showed you the fucking replay of seven astronauts getting fucking blown up yes. in outer space which is insane your teacher Are you to ready, show Bobby? a bunch to show a bunch of fucking fifth graders like that's crazy I so i was a couple in school that day that. i was who, in who was it wait hang on tone who was the teacher who me 
Yeah. I yeah. That kind of stuff. No, I remember being in like the auditorium or cafeteria. Like it wasn't just a Oh, so he showed it to everybody. <laughs> that that's just my this is my At memory. East Dover? Yes. Now it could be that it was just news after the fact. I don't know. Maybe the next day. I don't know. I just vividly Ugh. remember that. And if I'm wrong, then I need some crazy. Just film. in case you guys wonder <laughs> what's going on right now. Uh, I don't remember that. I'm I glad because I'm always, I'm always thinking I'm the one I who can't hope remember I'm anything. I'm wrong, it's, but it's in my head. I don't care which don't of you know. is wrong. It just means that I'm not the only one who can't remember something. One of you is wrong. I love it. What year? What year was that? Oh God! Does anybody know off the 87? top of your head? Something like that. I think it was eighty-seven, 80, right? Eighty-five. Um, 80, 86? I my I share a birthday with Trump. Bruce Springsteen. 84? 88? Yeah. <laughs> so 81? 82? 83? 84? Did I get it? I was in West um, Virginia during that time period when the Challenger blew up because we went from we moved from Brick over to West Virginia with my dad for a couple of years and we were in school after they took us to the cafeteria to watch it get launched and every yeah. kid was just sitting there and we really That's didn't know we really 86. didn't know what was going on but we just knew that something wasn't right when you saw and everyone was just like brought us back to our classrooms you know was it yeah, 86? that was 86. Hmm. I'm going to find out what the weather was that day. I'm going to have to look up snow days. It was 78 <laughs> degrees. Then I'm definitely fucking wrong. <laughs> Bobby loves 1986. No, it was January. It very well could have snowed. It was January. Yes, I do love 1986. Bobby loves 1986. <laughs> Not that part of it. Why? It's 1986. It's Mets. I... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Took me a minute. I was what happened in Gen like Man, the Yankees are awful. I mean, you know, it's but I haven't really you know, oh, I've been shit. doing a lot of hockey, but man, they are rough this year. How what how bad are they? Last place. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking bad. Does it get much Last worse? Place. All right. The weather for our area Rain on man, January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six. Oh, if this fucking loads, I'll tell you. I think it was a Tuesday uh, too, since we're going to uh, random facts. I think you're right. Nobody cares about it. No, I do think you're right, though, Dan. Um, so, in it's not working. I don't know. On the next podcast, I'll get you the weather for. All right, everybody's gonna have to tune 35 in. Thirty-five years out. ago, exactly. Tune in to find out what the weather was, January twenty-eighth, nineteen eighty-six. We cover everything important to do with the Devils. <laughs> well, here's what we'll find out. We'll tie it into who the Devils played that night. Yeah, so, you know what's crazy? What, the average monthly rent then was three hundred eighty-five bucks. Okay, that fact we have. <laughs> Is that crazy or what? I know. I just pulled it up. I said, Jesus, man. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, and we will be back on Tuesday to uh, we'll talk about hopefully... what went wrong with Walter Mondale. <laughs> why did du- Why did Dukakis wear the helmet on the tank? Yes, it was political suicide. Yep. On the next. Uncle Puckers, New Jersey Devil Podcast. We will see you when we see you, kids. Puckers out. Peace. Later. Three inches of snow that day. 89 cents for gas. (laughs) 